0: Today is Thursday, December 1st. We dive into December and the final trading month of 2022 today. We're coming off a Powell pop in the markets yesterday following remarks from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell stocks soared with the Dow ending in the regular trading session up 737 points or nearly 2.2 percent. The S&P 500 gained almost 3.1 percent and the Nasdaq closed in the green more than 4.4 percent. Bill, let's get rolling today with what is happening in the markets this morning
1: hi good morning Emily i'm looking at the s ps we're actually trading higher we're up uh, 0.16 0.15 uh, percent this morning you know the fact is we were we were trading lower all morning long we we're down about uh, a tenth of one percent you know 0.15 or one percent but they turned around as we get closer uh, to the open. And now we're showing the, the net gain of the, on the S and P's is 0.15%. So yeah, uh, that, that's that got me kind of excited because that, that leads me to believe we're going to be um, getting some good positive news when the, uh, the PCE number comes out. That's the key economic release today, the personal income and outlays for October. Um, It's expected to to come in a little weaker uh, for October than what we saw in September. That's positive news because that weaker reading is going to lead to expectations that the Fed is going to be pushing forward with a 50 basis point hike at the next FOMC meeting, uh, which is later this month you know oil oil is really interesting to me today uh, i'm watching oil is trading up about 1% this morning wti is at uh, $81.84 a barrel whereas in brent is at $87.87 a barrel now the key thing here is a we got a opec meeting on sunday it's a virtual meeting when they have virtual meetings they typically do not make any major adjustments to oil production. So I expect them to be flat because they really don't know what demand is going to be like in the near future. So I'm expecting OPEC to be flat uh, when they announce uh, uh, their uh, quotas on Sunday. But... The bigger issue in front of us with oil is that European Commission, uh, they're really pushing for a Russian price cap of $60 a barrel. And they're they're trying to reach an agreement with 27 European nations uh, today. It's gotta go into effect before Monday. Uh, Otherwise, uh, there's a total embargo on Monday and that's not good. Um, So I do think they'll, they'll hit something, but some of these countries are pushing for a much lower price, about $40 a barrel. Uh, so there's still a wide gap, but uh, they're going to have to you know, come together on this, hopefully today or tomorrow. We'll, we'll wait, have to wait and see. But uh, oil is trading higher uh, by 1% uh, in the pre-market. Uh, we're looking overseas last night in Asia. I mean, in Nikkei, it jumped 257 points or 0.92%. Uh, Hong Kong jumped uh, 139 points or 0.75%. Tech stocks were strong, especially semiconductors uh, here. Um why, you know, the, the which you know, Jerome Powell's speech had a lot to do with it, but in China, they're talking about uh uh, uh lowering their uh quarantine levels, uh, and, and that's a big positive, uh, for China because they, they're not able to you know move forward and win with their zero COVID policy rules. Uh, We're looking over in Europe this morning and Europe is trading higher. We're looking at the DAX is up 128 points or 0.89%. The FTSE is up 13 points or 0.17% and the CAC up 21 points or 0.32%. Again, seeing some strength in uh, tech in uh, these European indices. So, you know, we're looking for a good, stronger opening, um, you know, a we're, we're, we're good opening this morning. But it really comes down to that, uh, you know, inflation reading and the jobless claims that's coming out uh, one hour before the market opens, Emily.
0: Bill, you just mentioned those two important key economic indicators before the market opened. We're going to be getting to the full list of economic events in just a moment that will be driving the markets today. And, You know, when it comes to earnings action, though there's not a ton going on, the the things that are happening are some good companies, some interesting earnings, and some stocks are making some big moves both ways off of these earnings. So, Bill, why don't you give us a rundown of what we should be watching when it comes to earnings action?
1: Yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays are typically always the best day for earnings. Uh, Fridays are always weak, and Mondays can be weak. So you you, you just got to play the cards that you dealt. And now, we're looking at the earnings that, that came in last night. Splunk, ticker SPLK, Sam Paul, Larry Kilo. These guys beat by 58 cents. They did it on higher revenues. Stocks up 7.49% this morning. Talking Snowflake, ticker S-N-O-W, Sam, Nancy, Oscar, William, they missed by $0.67, cents, which is okay, but and they did it on higher revenue, but you look at the stock, it's down 3.95% this morning. Salesforce, uh, they beat by $0.19 cents on higher revenue, they didn't like the outlook, stocks down 7%, there's more to it uh, that, that I'll get into in a little bit. Kroger, ticker K-R, K- Kilo, Richard, they beat by $0.06, cents. they did it on higher revenue, Look at the stock this morning. It's up 2.87 percent. Nice positive report by Kroger. Um, upcoming this afternoon, Zscaler ticker ZS Zebra Sam. Their EPS estimate is 26 cents, and their estimated move is 12.24 percent. Wow, this was a big mover last time. I don't think it can, you know, do the same type of uh, uh, reaction it did last quarter when they released earnings. But it is definitely one to watch. Ticker ZS Zebra Sam. Ultra Beauty, ticker ULTA, Uncle Larry, Tom Apple. EPS estimates are $4.10. Estimated move is 7.01%. Viva Systems, that's ticker V, E, E, V, Victor, Edward, Edward, Victor. EPS estimate here is $1.07, 1.07. Expected move, 10.8%. And Marvel Technologies, ticker MRVL, Michael Richard, Victor, Larry. Uh, EPS estimate is 0.5%. 9.59 9.59 cents. The uh, estimated move is 9.23% when they release this afternoon, Emily.
0: And now for those key economic events of the day, Bill, give us the rundown there. What should we be watching when it comes to these economic reports and Fed speak?
1: Well, at 8.30 a.m., one hour before the market opens, we have jobless claims and personal income and outlays. The, 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 the personal income and outlays is really going to be the directional of the s and today. You got to watch that. Sh- I want that to come on a little softer. And if so, we should see some gains in, in the market this morning due to that. Uh, at 10 a.m., we have the ISM Manufacturing Index. Also at 10, we have construction spending. And we got a number of Fed speak going on at 9.25 a.m., Five minutes before the market opens, uh, Dallas Fed Bank President Lori Logan will be giving a speech at 9.30 a.m. Fed Governor Michelle Bauman is going to be speaking at 3 p.m. Eastern time this afternoon. Fed Vice Chair of Supervision Michael Barr will be speaking. But that's what I have for you in terms of economic events hitting the tape this morning, Emily.
0: A lot of data coming in today and Bill, as I'm sure you are, I'm using my newswear alerts to make sure I catch these reports right at the as they come out at 830. you can set up a newswear alert that you can get these economic reports first and get your eyes on them quickly. And then, you know, turning to other market moving headlines and using newswear to catch the stories behind the stocks. Bill, you mentioned Salesforce in earnings and that big earnings beat, but then you said there's more to the story. And that's something that you're able to use newsware to put the pieces of the puzzle together to get the full story of what's going on with any given stock or company in any given day. And Bill, you use your newsware to do that. You break it down into different sectors and segments so you can follow these things quickly and accurately. So Bill, what else do you see is possibly moving the markets today?
1: Well, you know, I'm looking around, I'm looking at various sectors today in the markets, uh, you know, and and I am seeing a little strength in, in the semiconductors, which is positive. Um, you know, oil stocks are flat to higher. Uh, you know, we're looking at the, the brokers and the banks, they're trading a shade lower this morning. Autos, you know, look good. Autos look good this morning, so that's positive. And so do airlines. I don't know if the airlines will be able to keep continue that gain that they're seeing in the pre market, but we'll see. Retail stocks not faring well this morning. Um, you know, we're really waiting for that. Uh, you know, the, these numbers to come out. But in terms of you know my Fang stocks this morning, we are showing gains. Uh, you know, Amazon's trading a little lower, so is Apple, but we got Google, uh, Meta Platforms, Netflix, Tesla, all trading higher. So that, that's a good way to get in to start the market. Um, Amazon, hey, they're reducing headcount in their Alexa, Kindle, and Halo divisions. That's kind of expected. We knew that was coming. Uh, Google, I see Google's being sued by 130,000 businesses for alleged antitrust abuse. Um, you know, Facebook, Meta Platforms, Zuckerberg commented yesterday that it's problematic for one company. And he's talking about Apple. Uh, to control what kind of app experiences get onto a vite, uh, get onto a device, somebody's got to be the policeman. I hate to tell them that. Um, in terms of uh, Tesla, I see that Tesla was over at Apple's headquarters. He got a tour of the facilities by CEO Tim Cook. He you know tweeted out that they resolved their differences after a meeting. Um, Tesla was thinking that Apple had plans to remove. Uh, uh, Twitter from their app store. There, there were no plans. There were no plans, and, and Tim Cook made it abundantly clear, which you know came out in a number of tweets from Elon Musk uh, uh, yesterday. Uh, and one important note that I noticed is that the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and twelve other groups are warning the European Union against adopting rules that would exclude, you know, firms like Amazon, Alphabet, Google, and Microsoft, and other non-EU cloud-based services from the European market. Um, the European market is, is very territorial. They, they don't like uh, you know competition. And if they can, they will uh, stifle it in any way uh, possible. We're talking the Dow Jones 30 stocks. Uh, Apple, Taiwan Semiconductor is now going to be producing four nanometer chips at their Arizona facility instead of the planned uh, five nanometer uh, model. But uh, let's talk about Salesforce. Here's the key here. You know, Salesforce co-CEO, Brett Taylor, has announced during their uh, earnings report yesterday that he's going to be stepping down. And the the former, you know, sole CEO, who is now the co-CEO, soon to be full CEO, Mark Bernhoff, is going to become the sole CEO again. Listen, Brett Taylor had a year. The stocks dropped 100 points there during his tenure. That's not positive. Bring back the old guard. Let's get some returns. Let's get so, let's get that stock back to where it deserves to be. Remember, their plans to be a 50 billion dollar company. They they need to they need to you know uh, some new blood in that uh, uh, CEO suite in order to make that happen. And uh, Brett Taylor just was not that guy. He's going to go back to creating companies. He said, which he feels he's better at than running an established organization such as salesforce.com. Uh, we're talking merger news, uh, Blackstone, ticker BX, Boy X-Ray. Uh, they're selling their uh, stake in uh, MGM Grand in Mandolin Bay. Uh, looks like uh, the sales price is at $5.5 billion. Uh, OFX ticker OFIX. Oscar Frank in the X ray. This is OrthoFex Medical. They say that they've received non binding offers, non binding takeover offers from two private equity firms. Interesting. Uh, Talking some guidance news, you know, PVH, Paul Victor Henry. This is, you know, Ralph Lauren. Um, uh, PVH Corp sees Q4 adjusted EPS coming in uh, $1.65. Street estimates is $1.70, yet they raised their full year 2022 view. From you know to eight dollars and twenty-five cents, whereas in the street estimate is seven dollars and eighty-nine cents. So that's a mixed bag. Uh Salesforce.com, they came out and they see Q4 EPS coming in, uh dollar thirty-five to a dollar thirty-seven. Street estimate is a dollar thirty-four. That's an uptick. Uh, five below ticker FIVE, they see Q4 EPS coming in two dollars and ninety-three cents to three dollars and nine cents. Street estimates, two dollars and ninety-three cents. That's on the low ends. That's a that's positive. Uh, Dollar General, ticker DG, David Grace, they see Q4 EPS coming in $3.15, $3.30. Problem is, street estimate is $3.67. Land's End, ticker LE, Larry Edward, they see Q4 EPS coming in between uh, 0 to 9 cents. Street asset was 66 cents. That's, that's not good for Land's End. Land's End th- this morning is uh, is trading lower after that uh, week report. Uh, the stock's down 14.36%. Uh, and Kroger, ticker KR, uh, Kilo Richard, they they, uh, are, they gave out adjusted EPS view of $4.05 to $4.15. Street was expecting $4.08. That's, that's positive. That's, you know, on the high end. So we like to see that with Kroger. Kroger is uh, trading higher this morning, as we mentioned earlier, up 2.66%. Uh, in terms of shareholders uh, events going on, uh, Lidos, ticker LDOS, Larry, David, Oscar, Sam. Lidos is holding an investor site visit today at 9 a.m. Uh, in terms of buyback news, we have Box, ticker BOX, Boy, Oscar X-Ray. They're expanding their buyback program, a- added $150 million to it. Uh, but, th- you know, in terms of catalyst groups, you want to watch the railroads, railroad stocks uh, this morning. Um, they, there is, you know, talk in Congress that they're going to try and prevent the strike. They're putting new legislation to prevent it. Uh, they're pulling out all stops. So that, that is a positive for, you know, these railroad stocks this morning, Emily.
0: This is the type of data that Newswear delivers daily. It's factual. It's market moving. And our alerting functions bring it to your attention as it happens. Go to www.newswear.com now and sign up for the trial and see for yourself the benefits that Professional Newswire delivers. It is now that time of the show for the trade talk pick of the day. Bill, what do you have for us to start December?
1: Going with Ultra Beauty, ticker ULTA. Uh, the, the option data looks good. The ratings are positive. Price targets are increasing. You know, you, you look what the CEO said, strong consumer demand and broad-based momentum across our business continued as our teams executed our plans with excellence. Uh, that came from the CEO. He went on to say that he's confident that their unique uh, model and one-of-a-kind assortment paired with strong emotional connection with guests was... Uh, have have to beauty products positions them very well to deliver you know profitable growth in the future. So yeah, Ultra Beauty is very good. Now the problem here is you know I was looking at this earlier. Stock was at four sixty five and I was like you know I like it but I want to pay four sixty you know I you know I'd, I'd want to pay 460, 455, I want to get in a little cheaper. Remember this thing could move thirty dollars when the, the the when the earnings come out. So right now I'm seeing the stock up one percent already. Um, I I do, I need to get some weakness. So I'm I'm really hoping to get in under 460, 455 if possible. Uh, But that would be really a sweet spot. We'll have to wait and see what happens and how the market opens. But I do think we're going to see some gains throughout the day in Ultra Beauty, ticker ULTA, Uncle Larry Tom Apple. That's my pick for today, Emily.
0: Ulta, it is today, and coming up, we'll see how you rounded out November when we recap yesterday's pick of the day, so don't go anywhere. But first, let's take a look at the current breaking headlines that have hit the tape in our hot-off-the-press segment. Bill, take it away.
1: Okay, let's see, what do we have? Right? Ticker NLSP, Nan- Nancy, Larry, Sam, Paul. This is NLS Pharmaceuticals. They announced notice of allowance for U.S. patent on mandazole Credit Suisse, they're struggling to win back investors. That shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Uh, Splunk, ticker SPLK, they announced a five-year extension of collaboration agreement with AWS. That's solid. Moody's, ticker MCO, Michael Charlie Oscar, they're going to be acquiring uh, SC Resio. Terms undisclosed. Kroger reports Q3 digital sales up 10%. Hey, did you see those Costco uh, uh, numbers that came out uh, yesterday after the close? They, they showed uh, e commerce sales were down 10% uh, uh, for the month of uh, November. Not, it, wasn't a good, it was not a good report. Las Vegas Sands, VS, Macau reports November casino revenues were down 55.6%. Uh, yeah, that's due to the, the uh, uh, China COVID issues. JP Morgan is in talks to acquire trading app Free Trade. Netflix, uh, you know, hey, they're going to be uh, expanding a program to allow their members to seek, to see, um, you know, uh, uh, preview content for thousands of their subscribers. Uh, I see that uh, uh, Reed Hastings also came out and said that uh, they should have been added in advertising years ago. Walgreens sticker WBA now offers twenty four hour same day delivery. Honeywell and Nerex, uh works to improve safety for electric vehicles, ticker HON. That's really what I have for you in the last 15 minutes, Emily.
0: Okay, Bill, let's see how your picks rounded out in November, and we will check in. With your, yes, your pick of the day from yesterday, which was Elastic, yesterday Elastic reported a Q2 EPS of zero cents. That was actually 10 cents better than the analyst estimate of a loss of 10 cents. Revenue for the quarter came in at $264.4 million, and that was versus the consensus of $261.56 million. So a, a pretty good earnings report there, but this is where it, it went south with the guidance for – Fiscal Q3, the company projects adjusted EPS of $0.04 to $0.07 on revenue of $272 million to $274 million. The consensus is for a normalized loss of $0.03 per share and revenue of $277.7 million. So a slight downtick there. For fiscal 2023, Elastic said it now expects adjusted per share results between a loss of $0.03 and a profit of $0.03 on revenue of $1.067 billion to $1.073 billion. Previously, the company said it was expecting fiscal year 2023 revenue in the range of $1.08 billion and $1.086 billion. Now Bill, you had this one going into earnings and I know you are picky about what stocks you hold going into earnings and holding them during earnings and after. So I have a feeling you were able to get out of this one with a gain. How did your call work out?
1: Hey, you're exactly right. Listen, this stock opened up with a bearish print of $58.31. You know, that was that was, it was solidly looking. I was doing other stuff. I didn't really see the print. But then it quickly recovered, ran up to $59.75, 75 which was a nice move. But by noon, the stock pushed beneath $58. See, now you've got the earnings coming out. You got Powell talking. This was the sweet spot. I, I got in at $58.04. And, you know, this the sentiment was turning positive. The stock started moving. And, you know, it, it actually went from, you know, below 58 all the way to, uh, you know, above, you know, 61 which that's a 3% move. Listen, I made my one percent. I I walked away. I was happy, but you know, uh, you know, the, the thing is with st ES, uh, TC, it had that one percent move. We were able to capture it. Um, we we booked it. We were happy. We did not want to hold it into earnings because we were a little cautious on it, but. You know, with earnings trades, you got to see what's out there, and you know this was this looked better than some of the others because you see what happened with Snowflake, you see what happened with Salesforce, um, and Splunk is always just such a wild card. Uh, uh, ESTC did make money yesterday, so we'll take we'll take it as a winner. Uh, but uh, it was it was a very cautious trade yesterday, Emily.
0: Well, Bill, out of the nineteen picks you made in November, just one was flat—not a loss, not a win. That is awfully close to a 100% win rate, looking for that 1% gain each day. We even had a few there that saw 3 or 4 even 7% in a single day. I will call that a good month. We will see how December starts tomorrow when we check in with you to see how today's Ulta Beauty Pick of the Day goes. Bill, thank you, as always, for your expert insight. Join us back here tomorrow to end your week at Newswear's Trade Talk when we provide the facts, themes, and trading ideas for the day ahead. Again, I'm your host, Emily Bonney, here with Trading Anchor Bill Olson. Traders, you know what to do. Let's go out there and make some green.